Welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney, and this is episode number 136 of the podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'm talking about the two big trades made by the San Diego Padres this past week. The San Diego Padres went out and traded for two all-star pitchers in Tampa Bay Rays pitcher Blake Snell and Chicago Cubs pitcher Hugh Darvish. And this is what the Padres have been doing these past few years in and this is what A.J. Preller has done since he became general manager of the San Diego Padres. There was that one year where he went out and got Matt Kemp. He brought in Justin Upton, B.J. Upton, James Shields. He tried to build a roster out of acquiring all-star players. And then three off-seasons ago, he signs Eric Hosmer to a big-time contract. And then the next off-season after that, he brings in Manny Machado with a massive contract. This is what A.J. Preller has been doing with the San Diego Padres, and it's been to mixed results. The Eric Hosmer contract didn't really work up. That Matt Kemp-led San Diego Padres team blew up super fast. He traded everyone away. People forget that these players even played for the Padres. If I told you Craig Kimbrell was once a Padre, a lot of people don't even remember that because he blew up that team as quickly as he built it. So this is nothing new what A.J. Preller is doing with the San Diego. Padres. He did this in the past. The difference here is he's building on a team that's already pretty good. I mean, the Padres were just eliminated by the Dodgers in the postseason, and now they're adding a former Cy Young winner in Blake Snell, who, by the way, had an infamous moment this past postseason when Kevin Cash took him out of a game way too early and possibly cost the Rays a chance of winning a World Series against the Dodgers. And then you, Darvish, who had a mixed couple of seasons with the Chicago Cubs. His first two seasons, he wasn't very good. Last year, he led the National League in wins, even though it was a shortened season. Darvish is 34 years old, and he has a lot of money left on that contract, but I still think he's got something left in the tank. And by the way, pitching at Petco is going to be an advantage for the careers of these two pitchers. It is a pitcher-friendly ballpark. It has been kind to so many pitchers over the years. They've had some of their best years with the Padres, and the Padres really haven't had had a superior ace since Jake Peavy left. And they're trying to get one. They traded for Mike Clevenger at the trade deadline. Now they brought in Blake Snell, a guy who's won a Cy Young. And you Darvish, a guy who's been one of the more dominant pitchers of his era. Now again, with the Cubs, he wasn't very good. But last year, he was getting back to being that you Darvish of the Texas Rangers. The Padres have a lot of these proven all-stars, but their best player is shortstop Fernando Tatis, who I think we haven't seen the best of yet. This guy is a five-tool player. He is by far the best player on the San Diego Padres, and now they're surrounding him with veterans like Hosmer, like Machado, like Clevenger, now Snell, now Darvish. I mean, they're surrounding him with talent. They're kind of building it the way they build a football team. You get your young star, and then you put a lot of veterans around him. They're kind of doing that. That's what the San Diego Padres are doing, and I understand why the Padres are going this route. They haven't been to the World Series since 1998 when Tony Gwynn and Trevor Hoffman were on the roster. It's been a really long time for the Padres getting to the World Series. The last time they went, Bruce Bochy was their manager. And most people think of Bruce 
Bruce Bochy as the manager for the Giants, not the manager of the Padres. It's been a long time coming for the Padres, and now they are desperate to get to that postseason, and A.J. Preller has been desperate a long time. I mean, again, he's made all these star moves trying to make the San Diego Padres a relevant franchise, and my issue is that baseball has put the Padres in this position because the only way you can compete with the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Dodgers of the world is to spend like them. The issue is that the Padres can't do both things like other organizations can do. The Dodgers can develop players and then go out and spend the money. The Padres seemingly can't do both because they had to trade, what, five prospects in the deal for Hugh Darvish? They had to give a huge amount for Blake Snell. They are giving up some of their top prospects to acquire these players. They can't do both because they have to acquire all-stars by trading for them. Hugh Darvish is not going to pick the Padres. Blake Snell was not going to sign with the Padres when he becomes a free agent. That's not what was going to happen. The reason Manny Machado and Eric Hosmer went to the Padres is because they kind of overpaid for both of those players. Eric Hosmer is a nice player. He is being excessively overpaid by the San Diego Padres. And Manny Machado is one of the best players in baseball. But he was also considering the Marlins. I feel like his desire was about being handsomely paid. Like, I think Manny Machado is an elite player. I think he had a really good season with the Padres last year. He's been good with the Padres these first two seasons, but that was about money. So for the Padres to get free agents, they either have to excessively overpay or go out and trade their top prospects and try to win now. And if it doesn't work out for the Padres, this could set them back five or ten years for their organization. Like, if these moves don't work out, Mike Clevenger is already having Tommy John surgery. If he doesn't bounce back and become a good pitcher for the Padres, guess what? They just traded away young talent for him. If Hugh Darvish reverts back to the Hugh Darvish of his first years with the Cubs, guess what? They gave up prospects for that. These moves have to work out, while other organizations get to have moves that don't necessarily work out, and it doesn't affect them. The Dodgers can have Mookie Betts and pay him handsomely, while also getting young talent like a Max Muncy who comes out of nowhere and becomes an elite player. They have that advantage over the Padres because the Dodgers are a premier destination with money and they're really good at drafting young talent. The Padres had to choose one way or the other and they chose to go out and get proven talent, sacrificing their farm system. That's what the Padres are doing. And if it doesn't work out for them again, it could set them back for five to ten years while other teams can make these kind of moves and just go, eh, that didn't work out for me. I'm just going to spend my next $150 million on the next free agent. We've seen this time and time again with other organizations. I'm a Red Sox fan. The Red Sox have spent like crazy and then just traded everyone away and then spent like crazy again. The Padres cannot keep doing these type of moves. And this is probably A.J. Preller's last chance to make these kind of moves because at some point you can trade for Matt Kemp. You can bring in the Upton brothers. You can trade away all that talent like Craig Kimbrell. At some point, the moves you make need to count. Signing Eric Hosmer, signing Manny Machado, trading for Mike Clevenger, trading for Blake Snell, and trading for Hugh Darvish needs to result in a World Series or none of it really matters. And you're just overspending for premier talent that might be past their prime. That's probably my biggest issue with these moves is that these players probably have already peaked with their other teams. Eric Hosmer already had his best seasons. It was with the Kansas City Royals. 
Royals when he went to the World Series and won one. That's what my issue is, that these players have peaked with other teams. Blake Snell has already won a Cy Young. He did that with the Rays. I've seen the best of Blake Snell. You Darvish had his best year with the Rangers. He's not going to have his best seasons with the Padres. Even Manny Machado, he's an elite talent, but his best years are probably behind him, and they happen with the Baltimore Orioles. None of these players are going to have their best seasons with the San Diego Padres, and that's why you need to have both. You need to have proven talent all-stars, and you need to develop your own players. Because look at the Yankees. They have Aaron Judge. They have Glaber Torres. They have guys they developed to go along with the Giancarlo Stan, who, oh, by the way, had his best years with the Marlins and now seemingly is not going to have his best years with the New York Yankees. That's my issue, is that when you get an all-star from another team, they probably already peaked and had their best years. Just look at Albert Pujols. He's a prime example. He had his best years with the St. Louis Cardinals. He was one of the best first basemen I've ever seen, and then he went to the Angels, and he hasn't even been half as good with them. That's the issue with giving these guys so much money with their second team. Bryce Harper has probably already peaked with the Nationals, so the Phillies paying him for the next 12 years is kind of ridiculous to me, and that's why these Padres moves have a chance of being actually pretty bad in my estimation. I think they'll work out. I think these are still good players, but my issue is they've already all peaked. I also think the winner of the offseason never ends up winning the World Series. The last team I can think of that definitively won the offseason and won the World Series was the 2008 Yankees when they brought in CC Sabathia, AJ Burnett, and Mark Teixeira, and they won a World Series. They went there and they won and it was like that was definitive because those moves really worked out. All those moves paid off and the Yankees became an elite team again and they won their first World Series since 2000. I mean, those moves worked out for the Yankees. That was the last time I can think of a team that basically won the World Series. Since then, it's been these teams that have developed talent. Look at the Giants team that won those free World Series. They had Buster Posey. They had Tim Lincecum. They They developed players who became stars. They developed guys like Madison Bumgarner, the Kansas City Royals. They developed Hosmer Cain. Alex Gordon. The Astros developed Altuve. They went through all that losing and developed that talent. They didn't go out and just bring in already proven All-Stars. I don't think that helps you win a World Series. Winning the offseason doesn't matter. Remember that one offseason where the LA Angels completely dominated? They brought in Pujols. They brought in Josh Hamilton. They brought in CJ Wilson. None of those moves mattered. Yes, they made it to the postseason, but they did not become instant contenders and that quickly became a disaster. That's what the Padres could become if these moves don't pay off and that's why I don't think this is how you should be building a baseball team in 2020. The way I would build a baseball team in 2020 is to develop my offensive players and trade for starting pitching. That is the formula. That's what the Washington Nationals did. They developed Juan Soto, they developed Anthony Rendon, and then they 
went out and paid pitchers like a Max Scherzer, like a Patrick Corbin. That's how you win because it takes too long to develop starting pitchers. That I can agree with. But for trying to trade for both, I think that's a mistake. I think you should develop young offensive players. Look at that Cubs roster that won the World Series. Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, those were young players who were on the rise. And then they had star pitching that they traded for. John Lester, John Lackey, they went out and paid for starting pitching. And that's what the Padres did. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. They went out and brought in you Darvish and Blake Snell, Mike Clevenger. That could pay off. But my issue is that the rest of their roster are veterans that they just went out and traded for. Eric Hosmer, Manny Machado, Will Myers. Those guys are still really good players. But I think to be a premier organization, you need to develop young offensive players. That's what wins World Series. Look at those 90 Yankees. Those were all basically homegrown talent. Bernie Williams, Derek Jeter, Jorge Posada. There were some veterans in there, but the catalyst of that dynasty was their homegrown offensive talent. That's what wins in baseball. Develop guys like Jose Altuve and then go out and trade for guys like Justin Verlander because starting pitching does take way too long to develop in the modern game. The Dodgers are an interesting case for this because look at the last few years of the Dodgers. Back when they had Adrian Gonzalez, Josh Beckett, and all these veterans, they weren't really winning anything. They had Hanley Ramirez. They weren't winning anything. And then they started to develop young talent. Cody Bellinger came along. Max Muncy, Jock Peterson, Corey Seager, Walker Bueller. Yes, they went out and paid a guy like Mookie Betts, and some of their pitching was paid for. But guess what? They won basically off of their homegrown talent with a mix of veterans. I think that is the way you win the World Series in 2020. And that's not the way the Padres are going. And I understand why the Padres are going in this direction, but I don't think that it ultimately is going to pay off for them because they're competing with these teams that are doing both things. They are competing with the Dodgers of the world who are paying high-priced veterans while also developing young all-star talent. And the Padres are now a veteran-laden team. And yes, the Padres have a really good roster. And even offensively, they look really good on paper. Fernando Tatis Jr., Eric Hosmer, Manny Machado, Will Myers had a really good year last year. But other than Fernando Tatis Jr., I feel like I know the ceiling of every veteran on the San Diego Padres. There's not going to be an unexpected huge season from Eric Hosmer. Like, I know what he is, and I don't think he's enough to help you win the World Series. I think the Padres are a playoff team, which is a big step to be a consistent playoff team for an organization like this. But when you make moves like this, when you trade for Blake Snell, when you trade for you Darvish, when you trade your farm system away, you are doing that expect to compete for a World Series title. And I don't think that the Padres are there. So that's why I don't think these moves are big enough. Blake Snell is a really good pitcher. He won a Cy Young. But I think I've seen already the best that Blake Snell has to offer. And the same thing for you, Darvish. He's 34 years old. He had his best years with the Texas Rangers. He's a strikeout machine. But even if you're expecting him to become a great postseason pitcher, that's not what he's been throughout his career. He struggled with the Rangers. Rangers when they went to the World Series. He struggled with the Dodgers when they went to the World Series. You Darvish is a 
all-star caliber pitcher, but he's not a big game pitcher. I guess what my overall point is, I think these moves will help the San Diego Padres in the short term, but I don't think these moves make the San Diego Padres long-term contenders because, again, a lot of these players have peaked, and at the end of these contracts, they won't look very good. Like, we've seen these big-time contracts, how they usually play out. Eric Hosmer, by year seven of this deal, is going to look pretty bad, most likely. Manny Machado, at the end of this 13-year deal, might be a nightmare. And the issue is the only way that those bad years will be worth it is if you have a World Series ring or two. And I don't think the San Diego Padres are that much closer to getting to that goal. I don't think you can go out and acquire a World Series title anymore. And I think that's what the San Diego Padres are trying to do. These moves will probably make the San Diego Padres a top five National League team this next year. I mean, you're going to have the Dodgers, you're going to have the Braves, but then after that, there's a big competition for who could be the third best team in the National League, and that might well very be the San Diego Padres, but I don't think that brings them that much closer to a World Series, and when you make the moves as big as these ones, that's what you're expecting, and that's why A.J. Preller's time as the Padres GM has been kind of baffling, because yes, he's tried to hit home runs with these moves, and they haven't really worked out for him all that well, and now he's doing it again. He just seems to be doing the same formula over and over again. Every few years, I'm going to make a big, gigantic, splashy move. If those don't work out, I'm going to move on from them and then try to make another big-time splashy move. It seems to be the same formula. If it doesn't work out in the next five years, I'm sorry, you got to move on from AJ Preller because he's doing the same thing. And if you're doing the same thing over and over again and it's not working out, isn't that insanity? And if you think the San Diego Padres are going to be a surprise World Series contender, I would put the White Sox ahead of them, a team in the American League. Like I think they're closer to being real contenders than the San Diego Padres are because the White Sox have a great mix of young talent and they have veteran pitching. They have Lucas Giolito, who's become a star ace for them. They have Dallas Keigel, who had a surprisingly great year with the White Sox. I think the White Sox are closer to winning a World Series than I think the Padres are. I could be completely wrong about this. Fernando Tatis Jr. could take it to the next level, become an MVP. The Padres could win like 100 games next year, and they could end up winning the World Series. But looking at them, I don't think this is the right step to becoming that World Series team. I think this is the right step to becoming a relevant team, and that's what a lot of these smaller markets are trying to become. It's either in baseball, become irrelevant and try to develop young talent, or become relevant and make splashy moves. This is the direction the Padres have gone in. I don't think it's going to work out for them long term, but I can 100% understand why they're going in that direction, but I think it's the wrong one. There are so many examples of how winning the offseason doesn't help you win the World Series. Remember that Marlins team that brought in Mark Burley, Jose Reyes, they were stacked. We were like the Marlins. Here they come. We thought they were going to be a super team. It doesn't work out. Winning the offseason doesn't matter. The Yankees probably won last offseason. They got Garrett Cole, and guess what? They kind of got worse. Winning the offseason doesn't matter. Don't pay attention to the moves the Padres make in the offseason. Pay attention to how they look when they play the game of baseball. It will be interesting to see if this really turns them into a real contending baseball team, or if A.J. Preller just made another bunch of moves that he's going to have to trade away again. Like, I don't know if 
if this is going to work out long term. I think it will work out short term. But I don't like the direction the San Diego Padres are headed. You have one young star talent and then you have a bunch of already proven veterans that might have already peaked. I don't think that's the winning formula for the San Diego Padres. But for a team who hasn't been to the World Series since 1998, I could see how the San Diego Padres would be desperate for a winner. They'll be an exciting team to watch and they'll be relevant, but will they be real contenders? On paper, maybe, but on the field, who knows? One of the reasons we're making a huge deal about all these moves the Padres are making is because they're the only one out here making moves. The baseball offseason has been so silent thus far, so we're anointing the San Diego Padres as the next big baseball team because no one out here is making moves. The Nationals traded for Josh Bell, who's a really good player, but other than that, the baseball offseason has been mute, and the only team making big-time splash moves is the San Diego Padres, who in the span of 48 hours traded for two all-star pitchers, Blake Snell and Hugh Darvish. And while it's admirable that they're out here making moves. I ultimately don't think these moves are going to pay off in the form of a World Series championship for the San Diego Padres. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm Cam McKinney. There'll be a new episode of the podcast every Monday on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, so please rate, review, and subscribe.